player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 33 of the two-player co-op podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing out there? And in here? In here? Fantastic. And out there? Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No. Oh, Larry Legend. You're going to make me do this? Dave Maggot. The great Larry Bird jersey, 33. 33. I just said Larry Legend. I know, but... I, I, I stole you, had to, you had to sing the song. So, funny story. LFO Summer Girls. Funny story. If you don't know about that, I'm sorry. If you don't know, now you, now know. you know. So I was thinking on the way over, ooh, 33, and then immediately Larry Bird. It's dangerous. And then from there, I thought, oh, LFO. Here's where it gets weird. I get into my car, yeah, start the car up. Enough. That's not weird. Start the car, and on the radio is... Summer Girls. Not Summer, Summer Girls. Girls. Okay. Their other hit. They had another song? Do you even remember what it was called? No. Apparently not. It was called Girl on TV. Uh, bonus trivia. Do you remember what LFO stands for? Uh, light Funky Ones. How do you spell light? L-Y-T-E. Wow. Congratulations. That's not a good... I'm not proud of that fact that I know that. Uh, so, yeah. Girl on TV. The song which brought you such great lyrics as Shooby Doo Wop and Scooby Snacks. So every song they made is just like Summer Girls. I met a fly girl <clears throat> and I can't relax. I, I, I made a whole remix to this. Uh, uh, yeah, I've heard about it. Banana Repub and you look, you look like a girl from Banana Repub and I was K-Dubs and stuff. It was horrible. <laughs> I tried to do the same thing. The part where he says, when I met you, I said my name was Rich. And I was like, when I met oh, yeah, you, I, I said my name was Sean. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with Sean, and I never got past that part. Well, that's why I said, when I met I you, I said my name was K-Dubs. You looked like my... a girl from Banana Repubs. Yeah, nothing rhymes with Sean. You look like a girl from... Louis Vuitton. Oh, God, son of a... <laughs> was I that even out. around back then? I don't know. Probably. I'm sure it probably was. You can see how cultured we are. <sighs> oh, I, I want to try this yet. I want to wait for you. Yeah, so I'm going to have my first old-fashioned from the good folks at Bullet. We love their bourbon. I'm giving their rye a try. <laughs> rye. Trying the rye? Try try the rye. Um, yeah, so I hope this is good. Uh, shout out to Eric Castro, hungry bartender on Twitter for the recipe. Kyle Moriarty, you got me into this. Let's see how the rye uh, hey, old-fashioned is. Oh, yeah, cheers to episode 33. Hey, The great Larry Bird. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, I don't know if it's the Angostura bitters or the rye. The rye definitely has a different taste to it. I've never been a big rye guy. Like shy guy. Rye guy? No, that's not shy guy. That's, that's boo. That's boo. Um, I don't believe in no booze. Well, I believe in booze. I believe, I believe booze. way too I, I believe way too strongly in booze. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> in, bo- in booze. Oh, I, get just it. Finally I didn't get it. it until... Crap. That was actually pretty good. I didn't get it until the end. He also goes by the name Joke Murderer. Uh, yeah. So is yours good? Because yours is half, like three quarters. No, 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 we don't talk that. Uh, okay. It's fantastic. It tastes tastes great. Okay. So how have you been? I, I enjoy it. I must say, I don't know where, if you're out there in the YouTube land or the audio podcast land, all the services around the world. Um, here in Tennessee, at least in Memphis, right outside Memphis where we live. Shout out. Today's the last day of summer vacation. 
So I oh, enjoyed wow. it by sitting by the pool, um, sweating my butt off. It was ridiculous. Uh, swam with the kids, swam with the wife, had a great time. Couple brews, Sweetwater 420. If you've been listening to us, you know it's my favorite beer. Uh, had a good time with that. Um, it was a little overcast today, which was nice. So I wasn't just like it wasn't, dying of yeah. heat exhaustion like I was yesterday when I had to mow the grass. By the way, did you see how many bags I had out there? I did. That's six, a lot of bags. Six huge bags full of freaking cut grass. It's ridiculous. But that's what I get for waiting like three weeks because of torrential downpours and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And all I, yeah, all I did yesterday was cut grass. Then we went out to get dinner. Uh, how have you been doing, sir? Um, I've been good. I So I started watching... I went to watch Netflix last night and I was just going to watch the office reruns. Cause why like not? You do. Like you do. And, uh, I decided that, that was, that was Dwight doing a Halpert face more than it was a Halpert face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like let's order some beers and like, Hey Pam, like what's up? And I'm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, I was about to do that. And then right at the top of Netflix, of course I see stranger things, stranger things. I'm hooked. I love it. Now I watched. I watched three episodes. Okay. And what I've heard is every episode throughout the whole season, every episode is better than the one that came before it. The first three are that way. First okay. was good enough to where I'm like, all right, I'll watch another one. Second one was pretty good. I'm like, all right, I have to watch one more. Third one was, third one was, really like very emotional. I won't spoil anything because you need to watch it. But uh, I mean, if they keep there's five more episodes and if they're all better than the third then holy crap but no it's a really good show it's very like 80 think like yeah that everybody um, keeps think saying like it's the like goonies it's okay and, cool. yeah it seems but like it's like an 80s does it look steven it spielberg like that does it look like did they like age like you know no grainy footage no but the the credits and the opening like the title sequence are all that looks very 80s but i mean it's still you know, high def, widescreen. You know, it's, it looks modern, right, but the right. yeah, all the credits and everything is very eighties. The music like an, is eighties. They didn't put an eighties filter on it. No, no. Like but that, I don't know if you know this bit of trivia. I could have saved this for the podcast. I want to do a month from now, but I brought it up now. Um, Kojima wanted in Metal Gear Solid Five to give the feel that was really in the the eighties. That was another thing that got cut from the game. There was going to be an option to where you could okay. up, you could apply a nineteen. An I'm option, glad you said the optional. Yeah, to where you could apply a nineteen eighties filter, so it looks like you were watching Mash or something, but still in HD. You know what I mean? So what that was the been game? Weird, what was I playing recently that had some kind of filter? Oh, was it um Resident Evil? No. Uh, Oh my god! What do you call it? Your favorite game? I don't know. That's not Metal Gear. Uncharted. Uncharted. Uncharted Two. I think there were like filters you could turn on and off. I mean, you have to like unlock four. I didn't know you could the other ones. Okay. I think I only unlocked one, and the one I unlocked I didn't like, but I think it was Uncharted. You can do that in Uncharted Four, and there some of them are pretty cool. One of them is a uh, cell shaded filter, so it looks like you're playing the Borderlands, but with all the same characters. It was pretty cool. Um, But yeah. So yeah. Um, Stranger Things, highly recommend it. I'm probably one of the last, not the last person, but one of the last people to start watching it. Um, highly recommend it. It's very, very good. Um, and what else? Been watching some Olympics. More. Oh crap! Michael Phelps. Yeah. See, I haven't watched. Today. I haven't really watched anything that I care about yet. Crap. I've watched. I'm sure I'll. Get I just look at what's on, and so far I've come across women's rugby, which. 
I don't even care that it's women's. I don't get rugby. And I was trying to figure it out. For the most part, I at least understand how it's played. The weird one I came across was handball. That game is just weird. It's yes, like Dad soccer on a basketball court, but where you throw it instead of kick it. I don't know. Very strange. It looks like something I would actually like to play, though. The trumpet. The trumpet. Uh, Mambo number five. Um, yeah, and then today I went to a bridal show with the fiance. Um, relatively productive. I think we found. I thought you uh, were going to say relatively manly, and I was going to say. Nope, no, not, not at all. Not at all, but just um, own it. Just it own was it. called the Pink Bride. <clears throat> Um, but was no, I think we, palace? it was, it should have been, but yeah, it was, it was that cook sense. convention. Okay. Um, but no, I think we found a video, uh, no photographer and a DJ and probably who's going to do the cake Sweet. had some nice food samples. So, um, pretty good. Um, Kevin here brought up the other day and I've had similar ideas, but he found a good one, um, that I should do the string i don't know what it's actually called but basically a string quartet version of the zelda main the, theme the overworld because you know what i mean it's like as the recessional it's so, like it's yeah, triumphant duh. It's, it's happy it's yes yeah uh britney was not having it i i figured but i i just had to try so today i offered an ultimatum i said okay you keep your zelda but you offered an ultimatum did you mean to say ultimatum? Yeah. No, an ultimatum means I'm doing Zelda. We're not getting married. Hmm. Yeah, I don't mean an ultimatum. I mean a choice. It's probably a better word than choice, but we'll go with choice. Um, I said, you can keep your Zelda. I'll, I'll, I won't fight that battle. But I want an epic entrance to the reception. And I'm talking like... Everybody else gets introduced, music stops, lights go off. Jumbotron. We'll, we will have a TV, uh, oh, a video oh. screen there. That comes on with something good. Spotlights, flashy lights, whatever. On comes some big music. Doors open. There we are. We come in. We're backlit like silhouettes. We come in. And the best thing I can think to come out to... There's nothing better. ...is John Cena's music. Bam, 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 bam. And for anybody out there that watches wrestling or at least knows John Cena's music, you know how it, as soon as people hear it, at least people that know wrestling, they're going to love it. It's going to build and then it's going to, it's going to explode and we're going to come out. And I told her, this is my only chance in my life to have a grant like WWE style entrance. Um, Not not surprisingly, she's not on board with that. that She, she likes the idea of the big entrance. She's not feeling the John Cena um, and then, but then I offered, uh, I offered up Rocky. You should have just not even said John Cena. Just played the music. And, she oh, wouldn't know. I keep telling her that. Oh no, she would know what it is. She but would? I keep telling her, don't worry, I'll just take care of the DJ. You don't have to know. And she's getting very mad. And you can get. Rid but of, she actually said she would. Rat, well, I don't know if these were her exact. Words. You could probably do an instrumental version too, without the your time is up, my time is now. That's true. I, yeah, I don't need. I don't need words. Right. But. She more or less said she would prefer John Cena to Rocky, which I can't believe. But hey, making progress. Um, so yeah, that's been that's my been my weekend. Also known as sacrilege. Just, I mean, she didn't actually say I would prefer John Cena to Rocky, but she said something like, or was she just talking about the people? Maybe. 
Uh, no, that was Razor Ramon. That was a no, drunk was... Razor Ramon. Or that was Razor or really drunk hey, Rocky. Hey. Adrian. It's no, fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. That's all I got. I, I, can't, um, I can't do uh, what's his face. Well, uh, so, yeah, what have you been up to? I already told you. but Tell, tell the lovely people out here. I already did. We All swam, right swam by the pool. Oh, yeah. Sat by the pool and swam. But I have a little note down here before we get into the rest of the, the, the situation here. Mm. I'm going to cast dispersions on every eBay seller in China right now, and I don't care. Because China eBay sellers piss me off. Because if you remember, I thought by now I would have an awesome Venom Snakes figure to go right here, center of our shot. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching, if you're listening on SoundCloud, close your eyes, just use your imagine it or go to YouTube.com and just search. Yeah, for do that. Because we need a hundred subscribers. So we can better. actually get a real URL. And I was like, holy crap, the price is great. It was like $32 or something free shipping. It's coming from China. It'll take a month to get here, whatever. It was the play arts figure, venom snake, everything. I was like, holy crap, these are usually like 7,500 bucks now. I got to do it. So I bought it. I didn't look at the seller at all. It's my fault. Lots of time goes by. I was supposed to receive it. It said around July 30th. So if July like 25th comes on or something, I'm like, okay, I haven't heard anything. Let me reach out to, to Mr. Chinese seller person. So I reach out and I email him. Of course, I don't hear anything back. So the weekend goes through and Monday, I think it was, I realized, oh wait, this weekend was July 30th. I didn't get snake. What the hell's going on? So I go on, I look still, I can't find the tracking number. It doesn't exist. I check never got an email back i'm like well what the wait a minute why am i buying this from china it, it like it finally clicked like what the hell am i doing i go and actually look at the username first it's like a 16 17 13 14 whatever it's like a bunch of numbers in the a i'm like well that's odd so then i go and i look at his the feedback and it's like 88 percent positive i was like okay that must be bad. that must be what i saw off the jump and that's why i was like okay i'll just buy it it's got to be legit then I actually clicked on his ratings, and there's nothing but negatives for like the last six months. Nothing, never received, never received, fake uh, tracking number, never received, never received. I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. So not only am I not getting my snake, but luckily I paid through PayPal. Um, so I've opened so up a refund. Okay. I, I haven't yet. I'm waiting to hear back, but that just pisses me off. Like I wanted my snake action figure. It's probably for the best because I know if I <sighs> if I buy one of these things, like I've told you before, I'm going to end up collecting like way too many of these and spending way too much money. Um, like I want the armored Batman statue that's like $150 on Amazon. Put it in my wish list in case anybody wants to buy it for me. I don't know how you search for a wish list, but hey, that'd be cool. But we will make sure you know about it. Um, yeah, so I'm just pissed. Like, and And like I said, it's mostly my fault, but just... If you're buying anything from somebody in China, do your research. If we have listeners in China or viewers, I'm sorry. If um, A, 13, 14, 19, 16, 22, F is out there listening. That guy can kick rocks. Everybody else, sorry. Um, yeah, it just sucks. So not only am I not getting snake, and it was just, it was just a completely fake transaction. That really sucks. That's a bummer. Um, so as I was talking to you in the kitchen about earlier... Yes. Um, I've been waiting a week to talk about this, so hopefully this is a good conversation. I hope so. Um, last week, right after the podcast, I received, well, I received the text during the podcast, but I didn't see it till after. I received a text message. Uh, from good buddy from way back home, Brent, um, talking about 
of all things, how his wife, I guess, used to have growing up. You ready for this? Sega. Saturn. Channel. Oh, no way. Yeah. We had this. Of course we For did. a very short period of time, right? And I, I feel like probably it had it never, for one month. I feel like it never worked correctly. I, I, but I, I was remember so the loading screen, stoked for all this the thing. graphics and everything. That that's the thing for all their foibles. Good word by foibles. Me. All their foibles. Sega had some really, had some really good ideas. Really good ideas. They were out there, and they were ahead of their time. Like, wow. So, what was this? this is essentially Netflix for video games? Like. Yes. 15 years so before Netflix, it was right? a cartridge that you plugged into the top of your Genesis. That... Oh, is this a standalone cartridge? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, was it? I, I thought you just a... plugged in something to the Genesis. I thought Maybe it was not. a cartridge that you plugged in. I know you had a coaxial cable that plugged into it. Um, from what I remember, I thought... Oh, it... no, yeah, it was a little... It almost looked like a mini 32X or something, right? right. It didn't look like, like a, a game. game. It was like a... Something. It was something. It was bigger, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and then you plug a coaxial cable into it. It probably took like 30 minutes to even get a game to download. I, I feel like we probably had it for one month. I don't remember it being cheap. No, I'm sure it was like 30, 40 bucks a month. Probably. Like yeah. Um, wow, that's crazy. And then you look at like now, that's what PlayStation is trying to do with PS Now. They haven't got it right either. Nobody cares about PS Now. I would much rather just have backwards capability like the Xbox One has than have PlayStation Now. I don't want to pay you 7 10 15 bucks a month, whatever it is, to play games streaming using my bandwidth and going against my cap and all this stuff of games I already own. I have the games, and now I've got a looks like a broken PlayStation 3. I still need to try to restore it. That's just depressing. Um, but, like, no, I want backwards capability. Compatibility. I always say capability instead of compatibility. I think it's the same word. Um, mm, no, I guess not. But they both make sense. But again, like Nintendo never did anything like that. They tried. They they tried actually on the Famicom in Japan. They did some kind of online. Uh, there wasn't even internet back then. I there was. They did something. They they did it all over. God. Look it up. I, I I wasn't prepared, or I would have prepared for this, but I know they had on the actual Famicom the ugly like. Do you know what the Famicom oh, looked yeah. like? It was like that maroon yep. and like yellowish kind of just weird colors. It, it looked look, like the color of a dirty Nintendo. Yeah, like this one's turned <laughs> not out the to way be. it was supposed to look. Um, that's a blast from the past. Like you can, you can just picture set. You just if I say Sega Channel, you can picture all the. Oh, I remember stuff, exactly right? what it looked like. Yeah, Gosh, I just totally I hadn't thought of it in literally. See, 10, I, 15 years. I've read about Sega Channel not that long ago, really? but I don't know why. Maybe it was part of the Sonic, the, the 25th anniversary thing like a month ago or, or something. Um, but I've definitely read about Sega Channel recently, and I don't know why, why else I would have unless it was part of the, the Sonic anniversary thing, 25th, 25th anniversary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've been looking forward to bringing this up because I don't know about you, but like I said, I hadn't thought of Sega Channel in honestly probably 15 years. I don't know. I remember Man. it. I can still see it. I remember it. I don't know if we had a typical experience. I don't know if it were great for some people and our I Time Warner, whoever imagine. it was at the time, just sucked. Well, it wouldn't have even been. Well, yeah, I guess it was through the cable. It was through the cable. It wasn't, it wasn't through, through Prodigy. Yeah. Prodigy. CBTJ7-2C. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's not fair. Um, yeah, we we had a horrible experience. I remember being stoked for that thing. It never really worked right. And 
I can't imagine it probably had much of a, a life. I feel like it was probably only around for, I bet it wasn't even around for a year. Six yeah, months, maybe. Think. Like it came and we out, had it much less than that. It came out real late in the cycle, too, I'm pretty sure. It was pre-32X. Okay. I think, I mean, like I'm guessing. But I remember being pretty... Well, yeah, because we didn't plug it into our 32X. Once we got that... Oh, dear God. Once we got that... What if you I had mean, a Sega... It. What if you had Sega... And then 32X. There's been pictures. And then Game Genie, and then Sonic and Knuckles. With Sega CD (laughs) underneath it. If you got the, the, not this Genesis, if you're watching on YouTube, not this Genesis, but the Model 2 or 3, where they had the new new Sega CD. Or no. No, 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 I'm wrong. It was the old one that this sat on top of. The new one, the skinny one, sat on the side. I mean, the smaller one. Oh, yeah, because it was skinnier. So So if you had Sega CD, Genesis, 32X, Game Genie, Sonic Sonic and Knuckles, Knuckles, Sonic 3. You'd have. I've, I've seen actually. I've seen that picture online before. Really? That people have done it. Yeah, like the the That's Tower hilarious. of Sega. Um, gosh, talk about a blast from the past. Uh, so, what have you been playing this week? You been playing anything? Not really. I fired up. Um, gra- no, I always gonna call it Gravity. Adrift again. It's just not. I'll beat it eventually. I'm just. I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. It's kind of like a hub and spoke kind of thing. You have like this big area. Then you got to go to this area and find this thing and then come oh, back, okay. go to this area, come back this. And I'm just in the middle of that. I think I've done three of four now. And it's just, I don't know if once I get the fourth one, I'm done. Or if this is just like half the game and then something else changes. I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed. Um, probably wasn't worth 20 bucks. It it, it's, like it's it. graphically, it's beautiful, but it's just too... Game Firewatch was cool because you were isolated and you just have the one person you talk to. This, you don't have anybody you talk to, at least not yet. You get, you hear like radio chatter and stuff from Earth, but you don't communicate. Like it's just pure isolation. And it's just, I don't know. Maybe once I beat it, something new will happen. It'll completely change my thoughts on the game, but. I doubt so it. far, this far into I'm not it. impressed. Yeah. So I think most people that would have bought it probably already have. And if you haven't, you probably aren't going to. But if you haven't, I don't, know. I, I, I don't recommend it. And if that changes, I will keep you updated. It seems to me like the only redeeming quality would be something that it doesn't have. And that would be if it had <laughs> VR. VR support, which it doesn't VR, have. like, that would, be, that would be unbelievable. But I don't know. It was I it was cool at first, the whole like trying to get oxygen and I swear it still happens now. Like if you're running out of oxygen and you see that tank and you hear her start like breathing heavily like every time I find myself holding my breath and I'm like I just it's a weird sensation. I don't know why, but it happens every time. But hmm. so that part is cool. But the game in general very repetitive. Maybe that's it. Maybe know. it'd be too stressful in VR. Oh god, yeah. In VR that would really I Ugh. I still you said Firewatch. I want them to patch Firewatch 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 VR. Like as weird as that sounds, that, that would, would just be, be cool. That would be something that would make it be like, okay, that plus Arkham VR plus whatever other experiences that come out. That'd be one of those that makes me say, okay, I kind of I kind of think I need to get a PS. Not that it matters because they're all all the pre-orders are spoken for, and who knows when you're actually going to be able to get one. Right. That it for this week. You've been playing. That's it. So I played a little bit more Twilight Princess HD. I finally got through the Forest Temple. I can see how this game, it says, takes people 35 to 37 hours to beat. Now, who was, what was the first boss? This the, the weakest boss I've ever played in any Zelda game in the history of forever. 
it was uh, I can't remember the name of it because it was so stupid. It's the you know the plants that are with the head. The Deku? No. No. Oh. They're they're um, the things that come up out of the ground and you hit oh. in Ocarina time you would kill them and you'd get a stick. Deku Babas. I don't know. Right? Okay. I don't. I'm. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. And it was the big. The two come out. And then there's the big one in the middle, and it's so scary. It's got an eye in the middle, and you got Donkey uh, Kong okay. going across and back with a. Are bomb. there a bunch of like logs or like pillars that? No, there was nothing. It was just yeah, this. The, the monkey go. He's got a bomb in his feet, and he swings across, and you got to target the bomb, target the guy in the middle, throw your Gale boomerang. It blows up. It knocks the thing in the middle down. You go up. You slash it four times. He wakes back up. You run back. Monkey comes across. Throw the thing, and that's you do that three times, and he's dead. I didn't take a single hit. I was like, "This is it? Like, really?" I, I really liked the dungeon. I liked having to go rescue all the monkeys, and how you can't—it oh, yeah. keeps you I from progressing that. because you have to have so many monkeys to get a, across certain. And parts there's and like stuff. the bridges that turn exactly, but you got to have the, the wind boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah, yeah. Now here's my question, that. though. I'm a little worried about this. Do I not get a regular boomerang in this game? Do I just get this stupid thing? Because I still maybe not. I mean, I guess I think not, it works. I mean, it works like a regular boomerang. It just okay. basically brings a tornado with it. Okay. And I assume I'm going to get a hook shot in this game. So that basically, I don't remember, but I I'm sure you. Do. I'm sure because I mean, and that that takes the place of the regular boomerang, anyways. But so, anyways, yeah. So when I beat the forest temple, I saved, and it tells you it tracks your time. Six hours in, and I've beaten one friggin' temple. And it's not um, like I'm lollygagging around or looking for heart pieces everywhere. I'm following what I'm supposed to do. And I'm six hours in, I beat one temple. So now I'm to the part where uh, I finally got out to go to Hyrule Field. That was cool. But it wasn't as like, holy crap, as the first time you get out there in Ocarina. Because we've already played Ocarina. But um, it's a lot bigger. It's huge. And I don't have Epona yet or anything like that. I think uh, you well, get her well, relatively early. I think I get I her after... It, I think I get her after this next part. So I went over... Um, I went back into Twilight. I got to find these stupid lightning bug things with the light tears in them or whatever it's called. Yeah. So I got to find them, um, kill them again, and then I'll go into the, the Goron Temple or whatever it is. I don't really know. Yeah. I like it so far. Um, I just, again, I don't like Wolf Link, which is what I was afraid of. Um, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to like it, but I it's, really don't like it. It's impossible to, to battle when you're in that form. It's just, yeah. It's like you, you Z target and stuff, but all you can do is jump and rawr, rawr. that's all you can do. Yeah. Unless I'm, I'm probably, I'm guessing he'll learn. Oh well, and you can do the spin attack thing. But I love the Link parks parts. Link does deserve his own park. Shout out to Link. Zelda World. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I did also I downloaded Telltale Batman this week. Yes. I didn't get through the whole first chapter. I got through like two and a half episodes. I think. Never having played a Telltale game before, I had no idea what to expect. I absolutely am in love with this. I would have beat it. I would have beat the first episode by now if not for life. Life, yeah, yeah. and stupid life. Yeah, work and editing videos and and then going round and we just got it's life. Yeah, but it's really cool. So it is choose your own adventure. However, you everybody's going to get to the same path. But what it is is you. You have four, anytime you're talking to somebody, you have four dialogue options. Triangle is always dot, dot. It's just ellipses. Like you can say nothing. And I haven't tried that yet because that just scares me too much. 
And you got three different options that you can say to everybody. And sometimes you'll trigger something and they'll be like, ooh, Vicki Vale will remember that. Or, oh, Harvey Dent didn't like that. Or something like that. And you're like, yeah. oh, crap, I said the wrong thing. Um, all quick time events for the combat, but at least there is combat. Like you start off and you fight Catwoman right off the bat. And you have to have quick reaction times. So I will say that, which is cool. Like Quick, a, like, do you need like cat-like reflexes? We're, we're just going to retire now. Uh, yeah, you do have, have to have really quick reflexes. Like, I'm used to... I haven't played a lot of games that have a lot of quick time events. I, I would say the God of War series I've played more than anything else with quick time events. But even that, yeah. it, it you've got a second or two to hit that button. And I like how God of War does... They started after the first one. Triangle is at the top they of the put screen. It, right. So you don't even really need you to look. You just see, see something appear and you yeah. know what to hit. This... It's wherever the action is. Like, if you want to punch Catwoman over here, Square's going to pop up. Or if you need to dodge over this way, you'll have a left arrow that way. And it just took a little bit of getting used to, but I loved it. I love the story so far from from all that I've played. Like I said, I'm about halfway through it. Um, definitely going to finish it this week, and then I can't wait. I, don't, I In a way, I'm almost like I should have just downloaded this in December and played through the whole thing because it's going to suck waiting a month. It's like it'd be like if, I don't know, Game of Thrones, you got four episodes, and then they took a month off. Well, that's how I was with the first four seasons of Breaking Bad. Okay. I basically binged watch. I'd never watched it. I binged the first four seasons and finished them right before season 5A, whatever you want to call it, started. Yeah. And then even just waiting between 5A and 5B was horrible. And that's kind of how Game of Thrones has taken. I'm glad I didn't watch Breaking Bad at all. I know I missed out. You've seen it all now. Though. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I'm glad I was able to just, like, I went, I didn't play video games. I did do every night. It might have been when Jess was pregnant. I can't remember. But poor Jess, she tried to keep up and she was just like, I'm just, I can't. It's just too much. It's, just, it's too stressful. I can't do it. But yeah, I, I marathoned that bad boy. I was watching probably three episodes a night, which is a lot when you've got a when job and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, let me ask. Do you. Telltale games, or at least yes. the Batman game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say three things. Batman story, aside from the fact that it's just Batman, and gameplay. Mm-hmm. Is it, if you could take away any one of those, would you still play it? Like, if Walking Dead had a cool story and same gameplay, would you play that? If or I can- do you only like this because it's Batman, or is it... Like, you just like the gameplay. I would have Are never you interested played... in playing the other Telltale games now? I guess is what I'm saying. No, but that's just because I don't care about Walking Dead. I don't watch Game of Thrones. And Wolf Among Us is just something brand new, and I don't care about that. And then I've never played the Borderlands game. So if I cared about any of those, I'd play it. Like, supposedly they're working on a... Um, and I don't know how they worked this out. But they're going to be doing Marvel Telltale games also. I'll play those. Hmm. If it's like Avengers, the Telltale game or something like that, I'll play that because I actually care about that. It'll um, probably get better reviews than the Batman game. So so we, we saw Suicide Squad this last week. If you haven't seen it yet, you can check out our review on our page on YouTube, Two Player Co-op. Uh, we did our Quick Hits edition, talked about it for about 35 minutes or so. First nine minutes are spoiler-free. Uh, the rest of it's spoiler-filled. Um, even though the spoilers in this, they're not that bad compared to like Batman There's nothing Superman. Yeah. Bit, yeah, but still. Um, it got down to 26%, so it's lower than Batman versus Superman, but it set 
all the records that's ever been set in August, $135.1 million opening. They think that might be a little bit higher when the final numbers come in for today. It might get to wow. 136. But it blew out. The, the record before was Guardians of the Galaxy, and it beat that by $40 million. Whoa. So, and David Ayer tweeted out, thank you so much for supporting the film. Margot Robbie has said, look, we didn't make the film for critics. We made it for the fans. If they like it, that's all we care about. I'm like, well, the fans don't all like it. It's been very divisive. It's... Way more divisive, I think, than Batman versus Superman. The the reason I say that it seems like, for the most part, almost everybody did not like Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Like we were in the minority liking it. Um, a lot of people just just hate it. even fans of Batman or fans of Superman hated it. Especially fans of Superman hated it because of how it ended. Um, spoiler alert: He dies. I mean, six six months old by now. Um, so yeah, check out our review of uh, Suicide Squad. I like it. I don't think I'll go see it again. I definitely. Oh, they're they're already doing uh, a collector's edition uh, for the DVD with either DVD. What year is it? The the home release. I'll just say that with a statue of Harley or a statue of Deadshot, and he's doing the pose like when he was up on the car. Now I'm not collecting stuff because China stole my th- 130 dollars. Okay, I'll probably pass on that. Yeah, I was going to get the one for Batman vs. Superman. I just didn't because there was, there was a cool statue that came with that too. Oh, the limited edition, the collector's edition for Jurassic World that has a statue of the T-Rex and the Indominus like circling each other like this is on sale at Amazon for like $38. I'm like, I've already got the movie, but I kind of want that statue. I may just buy it just because it's so It's not awesome coming from looking. China, is it? No, it's coming from, it's actually Amazon. Thing. It's coming from the Amazon? Yeah. Wonder Woman's sending it to me herself. Anything else? You want to get into it? Yeah, that's all I got. We can probably move on now. <laughs> Thirty-five <laughs> minutes in, this is going to be a this is going to be a long one. Buckle uh, up, folks. What do they need to buckle up? up buckle up for Sean. Um, uh, why don't you tell me? They need to buckle up for some news. News of the week. Here we go. So NX. News slash leaks slash what we think is going to happen keeps happening. Uh, so this comes from IGN. We got a report that claims that the NX will receive brand new Mario, Pokemon, and, of course, Zelda Breath Wild games within six months of the console's release in March 2017. Quote, sources close to Nintendo, unquote. Wait, unquote? quote. Anti-quote? No, quote-unquote, I was right. Have reportedly told MCV that the company is hoping to avoid the slow start of its previous two consoles, the Wii U and the 3DS. Neither of those had a lot of um, titles available at launch. Anecdotally, few of Nintendo's major internal studios or second parties have shipped a major release since 2015. Hmm, I wonder why that is, because they knew what was coming, and they, they gave up on the Wii U and everything. MCV also claims that Nintendo has already garnered third-party support, another struggle for its consoles in recent years, from Sega, Square Enix, Sega. Ubisoft, Activision, Warner Brothers. The Square Enix thing is interesting. This is me editorializing. Because they put Cloud in Smash. I won't be surprised if this 7 remake doesn't end up being exclusive to PlayStation, that it's, maybe it's just a timed exclusive, and then the NX gets it also, but we'll see. You would be all about that, I would think. The remake, and you can play it on the road if this thing is just a, a handheld. You'd be all over that. Oh, I do like the sound of that. Um, and finally, MCV also says that sources tell it that last week's reports that the NX will be a handheld console that can be plugged into TVs are, quote, 100% accurate. 
So that's happening. So the only games that are confirmed so far are Zelda, Just Dance 2017, and that new 3D Sonic game. Now, so how Sean, do you do a Just Dance on a portable? You can't play that portable. If you detach the controllers and they're motion controlled, you can. You're, you're on an airplane. <laughs> I was going to say, get on an airplane, get in the aisle. Glow sticks. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put you on the spot. What's the Mario game going to be? But I'll let you think about it for the second. Okay. And so I'll move on to the next question. Do you think the Pokemon game, I think it's just going to be Sun and Moon. They're just going to re-release that um, for the whatchamacallit, for the NX. I, I don't think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to put out, because it's really for, because the, the Pokemon thing yeah. is so confusing. Because Sun and Moon is really, you can get the Sun game or the Moon game, right? Like red or blue. I think so. so that's already two Pokemon games. I don't think they're going to put out two other new ones. I think it's going to be Sun and Moon remastered or something like that is what it'll be. So what do you think the Mario game is going to be? Was, I've got two. I was going to pose the question to you, but now you posed it to me. Well, I'm, I going, don't to, think, I'm going to answer it too. I don't think it's going to be Galaxy 3. I think we're rebooting. Um, I think it will be a 64 sunshine galaxy style game it's not just going to be new super mario brothers nx they only made one sunshine although god i don't know i feel like yeah just one sunshine maybe it will to me it seems like i mean those games are pretty big scale and only getting bigger as systems evolve so i mean I almost kind of find it hard to believe that they could have been working on a game of this renown being Mario and just the size of the game and having zero leaks. I don't know. So I find it hard to believe that it's going to be a big Mario game. Maybe it will be as a launch game. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it will be just a, a new super Mario brothers NX and that's it. That's it. I I think it will probably be Galaxy 3, but what I hope it is, and this makes no sense at all because of everything you just said, Super Mario Brothers 4. Talk about nostalgia or Super Mario But with like new 3. Super Mario graphics, something, but but something to differentiate differentiate it from the new the, the new series. Maybe have all this stuff at the bottom, like in Mario 3, or or bring back those power-ups and just... I, I don't know. I think Nostalgia Overload, if they came up with Super Mario Brothers 4, if they put a 4 on the, on the end of it, I think that would be awesome. Or I think Mario the, World 3 or something like that. I think the only way you see a Mario World 3 or a Mario 4 is if they ever go the way of like Capcom with Mega Man, where they release it in... I, oh god that would maybe be they awesome. do yeah like a download only game that's yeah mario 4 with like, like mario sonic 3 mania. graphics like sonic mania exactly yeah. yeah i think you'll see that before you see a new new like mario 4 with today graphics to me i don't know galaxy has just sat idle for so long galaxy was awesome the little i played of it galaxy 2 i yeah. never played but i think it was just like galaxy but with well, yoshi some people have that like top five games of all time. A lot of people think, and then it just stopped. So I, f- 
I don't see Galaxy 3 coming. It may be that style game, but I think it'll be something new. That same style, but it won't be Galaxy 3. But I, I'm leaning towards a new new Super Mario Brothers. Like, Side scroll or whatever. Okay. That's what I a, see. A happening. new name. A, a, like the dawn of a new series. Like Super Mario Galaxy was. Like right. new Super Mario. Like Paper Mario. Like all that. Like a, a new, the beginning of a actual, of a new Mario series is what you think. What I want to see, which this won't be a launch title, but just sometime, this maybe would alone could get me to buy an NX. I love Paper Mario, but just do Super Mario RPG 2. Yeah. I love Paper Mario. I I haven't played the last couple. I don't even know if they're both out yet, but there's the, the crossover with Mario and Luigi, and then there's the Color Splash or whatever it was called. I haven't played either of them, but the rest of the Paper Mario games I've liked. But I would love to see them just go back to Super Mario RPG. That is crazy that they've, as beloved as that game is, and as popular as it was, and how well it sold. Well, I don't know that. That's just me being You're talking just, anecdotally. Yeah. But um, that game is so well remembered. I can't believe they haven't gone back to that well. Yeah, or at least put. If nothing else, I mean, I don't even care about this. I'm just saying I'm shocked it hasn't been done. Oh, wait, maybe it has been done. I think Gino has showed up somewhere else. I have no idea who that is. He's from that. But it seems like maybe they've already done this, but it seems like, like Gino or, or Mallow would show up in, like, Smash Brothers. And now that I'm saying this, I do think maybe Gino was put into one of them. I don't know. Go, Tigers, go. Are, are um, they going to figure out this Big 12 stuff anytime soon? Yeah. Like, I'm sick of this. I just, I don't, don't want to hear anything else. I want to know if we got in or not so I can watch Texas games here and go root against Oklahoma also. That would be awesome. Sidebar. Um, so, yeah. I want new, I want Mario RPG 2. I think it will be just a new, a new Super Mario Brothers NX or something like that. Square Enix is one of the third parties that's working with them. Yeah. They helped, they, they did Super Mario RPG. Well, they were square they back did, then, well, you know I mean? or square soft or whatever it was, but... That's true. But Nintendo's always gotten screwed on Final Fantasy games. I mean, since the originals and Super Nintendo, since okay, six. but... Yeah, which was three, whatever. Yeah, but I think since then we got Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Tactics. Which was like Final Fantasy for babies. Then there's been all the tactics, which... Some people, people like love. them, but I don't get. I, I, I tried don't know how one, it's different. and it's not very good. Okay. And then GameCube, I remember there was Crystal Chronicles or something, which I never even played, but it didn't sound very good. We haven't. They haven't gotten a core Final Fantasy game since yeah six, I guess. Unless you count some of these remakes, which I think there's like a six remake on the DS or something. But I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a standalone Final Fantasy game, or if it will, it's not going to be a one of the main series, but. Right, it would yeah. It'll be another side quest or remake or something. Next up, this comes from GameSpot. So Rockstar is hard on work. It's hard at work on some exciting future projects that are going to be revealed soon. So this comes, like I said, this comes from GameStop. There was a report about all their financial stuff and blah, 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 blah. But they also touched on Rockstar's next project, albeit as vaguely as possible. Stating, quote, Rockstar Games also is hard at work on some exciting future projects that will be revealed soon. 
Now, I think they've said before that they're not releasing anything this fiscal year, which means nothing's coming out before March 2017 is when their fiscal year ends. Colin keeps saying, though, his prediction is still at some point here, very, very soon, they're going to announce Red Dead 3. Red Dead Revolutions. And it's going to be out like two weeks after that or a month after it or something. I doubt it. At this point now, I understand they don't really care about how crowded the holidays are, but it is crowded from September 30th when Final Fantasy comes out through October. That's coming up quick. Get your wallet ready. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. Um, Through October, Last Guardian, PlayStation VR, into November and all the shooters. And then October, Battlefield 1 comes out. Titanfall 2 comes out. Then you get into November. um, What's it called? Uh, Call of Duty comes out, of course. Watch Dogs comes out. Uh, What's the other big one coming in November? I can't remember. There's a lot of different games coming out. I know Rockstar doesn't really need to worry, but um, what do you think their upcoming project is? Is it Red Dead 3, Revolutions, or Reloaded? Is it GTA 6? It's not GTA 6. I don't think so either. And I don't see them starting a new... I mean, do they do anything else? Bully. I mean, ever since they... Nothing has... uh, They did the Warriors game. They did Bully. Um but ever since they they really hit the ground running with Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, San Andreas, Bully was released somewhere inside of there. But all they've done since then that I know of has just been Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead games. It's not Grand Theft Auto. No. I could see Red Dead 3 or I think it's just something new altogether. Bully, I can't imagine they would bring that back. But maybe. That's one of those like cult classic games right. that I just I never played. It's just a weird. It's just a really weird concept that I just couldn't get into. But yeah, I think Red Dead Three is the obvious choice. But who knows? Maybe they throw us a curveball. But it's not going to be a new Grand Theft Auto. No, unfortunately, I, I think it's Red Dead, and I don't think it's going to be this year. Sorry, Colin. I know usually hashtag Colin was right, but I think you're wrong on this one. There's just I, Grand Theft Auto. They could say Grand Theft Auto Six is out today, and it wouldn't matter. Red Dead. As much as like hardcore gamers love that game, neither of us have played it. Nope. So, I mean, it's not like people act like Red Dead is this game that's just the best game ever made. And it sold the, it, the way people talk about it. You would think that it sold as well as GTA 5 did. It didn't sell close. I mean, six, seven million copies, something like that, I think. But it's not the end all be all that Grand Theft Auto is. I don't think that's one of those games that you can just. Say, oh, it's coming out in a month and, and sell 15, 15 million units or anything. I just don't think I don't think it's that type of game. So we'll see. I, I do think it's Red Dead 3, and I think it'll probably be its summer game next year. Um, but I do, think, I do think around this time next year, we're going to get a trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6. It'll still be a year or two out like they did with Grand Theft Auto 5. They did the first trailer right about two years, and they didn't do it at any game show. Game show. Um, any game conference or anything like that. It was just, they released it to IGN. It went up. Here's a trailer. Um, Michael was narrating it. There was no hint yet, at least in the trailer, that there were three um, protagonists. I can't remember if they said it at that time, or that might have been the next trailer. But I do think around this time next year, we're going to get the first trailer for it. And it'll be out in 2018. It could happen. Probably 2019. Hopefully 2018. So the Xbox One S is out. I don't know. I said last week on the podcast this thing didn't come out till the twenty third. I I read that, but it's out in the wild now. So I don't know what the heck. I, maybe it was the biggest version. Maybe it was a two terabyte version or something like that. I don't really know. 
But the Xbox One S, this comes from IGN. So a lot of a lot of people are just thinking the Xbox One S is just a smaller form factor because the original X-Bone is as big as a Betamax player. Um, we thought this was just smaller. And actually, when people have done unboxings and stuff and put it next to the PS4, that thing still looks huge. Like, people are trying to make this sound like it was like a little cable box or something. It's not at all. Or like the, the size of the Wii U or something like that. No, it's still bigger than the PS4 is what it looked like to me. Um, but it's not just a form factor change. Apparently, well, I'll just read through this. It comes from IGN. So the Xbox One S is now available, and in addition to 4K Blu-ray support, the console revision also has improved performance over its predecessor. By the way, they are saying this is the cheapest, this is now the least expensive 4K Blu-ray player on the market. So that is one thing it has going for it until the Neo comes out, and that'll it'll probably be more expensive. Uh, yes. The jump in performance definitely isn't the big leap Microsoft is promising for the Scorpio, but according to Eurogamer, again, Eurogamer, benchmark scores for the slimmer Xbox put its performance up to 11% higher than the vanilla Xbox One. It's not a jump across the board, of course, but was noted that during a test of Project Cars in third-person chase cam replay. It beats out the Xbox One due in large part to an overclocked GPU, where the original GPU was 853 megahertz. The GPU in the S is 914. Also, it has increased bandwidth of ES RAM at 219 gigabits per second compared to the original Xbox of 204. Blah, 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 blah. They said some games might see up to nine frames per second of a difference on the Xbox One S versus the Xbox One. I just thought that was interesting. Are you going to buy one now? Nope. Nope. Me neither. All right. This one's for you, Sean. Final Fantasy 15 Season Pass. This comes from Game, GameSpot. A, seasons pass, a season pass for Final Fantasy 15 has been listed on the North American and Japanese PlayStation stores, revealing details on the extra content that will be available for Square Enix or Enix's RPG. Enix. Although it hasn't been revealed how much the DLCs cost individually or even what they include, their names allow for some educated guesses. At least three of the DLCs seem to be story episodes based around Ignis, Gladio, and Prompto, three of the main characters. So those are the three bros who aren't Noctis, I guess. Right. In addition to these, there's a booster pack, a holiday pack, and an expansion pack. After three years of driving for a lift, blah, blah. Oh, man, I forgot to delete out that ad. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> How does Lyft factor into Final Fantasy? All right, so the names are Booster Pack, Episode Gladiolus, Holiday Pack, Episode Ignis, Episode Prompto, and Expansion Pack. Uh, it's available for pre-order in the Digital Premium Edition of Final Fantasy 15 for $84.99 on the PlayStation Store. An upgrade option is also available as a special deal to those that have already pre-ordered a digital version of the game. That is initially listed at twenty four ninety nine. So you got to think the regular season pass will probably 30 or 35 and if you get it all together you get a little bit of a discount. Sean, you've been waiting for this game forever. Um, you might say this is a very hyped game. Stay tuned for that. DLC and stuff like that. Do you care? Or do you not know until you really start playing this? I, I won't know. I've never been big into DLC. Um, I don't, it's I I really won't know until I see what it is. But um, can we just hear more about the ex-journalist driving for Lyft? So and see what I his top six here, memories yeah. are. <laughs> After three years driving for Lyft, this ex-journalist has his fair share of stories. Clip here to see his top six memories. This is what you get when you copy and paste stuff instead of just printing it. This is the kind of stuff that happens. 
Uh, but no, I. If any game could make me care about DLC, it's probably Final Fantasy. So it'll depend on what these are. Um, if I fall in love with the story and these further said story, I could see getting into it. If it's just a couple more like side missions and stuff that aren't really yeah, relevant, I guess, then I'm probably not going to care. But I don't know. It's... I'm in a, a wait and see kind of mode. So you won't be pre-ordering it as part of the digital something 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 special edition. But well, you're going to get mean, the physical 25... copy of this anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. No, I don't think I'm going to pre-order it. But we'll wait and see. We will. I still don't know if I'm going to buy it or not. I don't think I'm going to, but we'll see. One last note here. Uh, this is pretty cool. Inside is coming to the PlayStation 4 uh, at the end of this month, which was very surprising because it's coming out on August 23rd. Um, so Play Dead is the name of the team that made Inside. They're also the ones that made Limbo. Limbo came out on the Xbox 360, I think like six years ago or something like that. It took forever for that thing to get over to PlayStation. I got it when it was free on PS Plus. I got about three quarters of the way through it or so. Um, I liked it, but I just got frustrated with one of the puzzles and I stopped and never went back. So I obviously didn't love it like some people do. Like some people talk about this game. This game got a perfect 10 on IGN. Wow. It's the first 10 they've given out. Well, it hasn't been that long. But since Metal Gear Solid Five got a perfect 10. Um, and 10s are rare over there. So for them to give this game a 10 is kind of like, wow, that's surprising. Um to me but i don't know that i'll play it. it it i'm definitely interested i think we'll see it on ps plus eventually eventually it may yeah. take a while but i'm okay to wait for it i got enough like at the end of august like i'm gonna be playing freaking twilight princess forever um i'll beat telltale batman here the next week and then resident evil 4 comes out at the end of this month and that's what i'm gonna oh, be playing God. in september yeah and then I'll probably try to fill my backlog until Last Guardian comes out end of October. But I'm not getting Battlefield 1. I'm not getting any first-person shooters. I'm not doing it again this year. I'm not falling back into the Call of Duty trap. I'm not doing Don't it. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not good enough to, to deal with that crap. That's the news of the week. All right. Main topic. Let's go. So what I want to talk about this week, you know, every week we come here and we do this podcast on a weekly basis on YouTube. SoundCloud, iTunes, basically any podcast service you can think of across the globe. And we always think, what, what do we want our main topic to be? So this week I was thinking, okay, so as you're listening to this, we're, we're recording this Sunday night. When you're watching or listening to this, No Man's Sky is probably officially out. Um, this will probably go up Tuesday in pieces and stuff like that. But No Man's Sky is finally coming out. I personally don't care. A lot of people really care. So what I thought it was, I want to talk about unrealistic, unrealistic expectations when it comes to video games, and actually it goes across everything in entertainment now, but I just kind of want to talk through that. So leaked copies, shockingly, uh, turned up for No Man's Sky. So listen to this. This comes from Kotaku. Over the past few days, he, this was written last week, early copies of No Man's Sky have been posting streams or Players with early copies of No Man's Sky have been posting streams and impressions of their experiences. As a result, fans of the game, really fans of the game's marketing and hype, 
have started fretting about No Man's Sky's length, bugs, and lack of variety, among other things. Since Friday, when Redditor Day Me Un, fantastic name, the way he spells it is Day Me Un, not Damien, bought a copy on eBay for $1,300. Forums like NeoGAF and Reddit have been full of people freaking out. Over his early thoughts. For example, Dami Un claimed that his game crashed several times and he'd found quite a few bugs. He also said he'd already made it to the center of the galaxy. One of the big mysteries of No Man's Sky in just 30 hours. 30 hours. We're going to get that here in a second. In a variety of posts detailing his impressions of the game, Dami Un dashed the hopes of anyone who thought No Man's Sky would be an absolute perfect dream world with rainbows and sprinkles and infinitely fun gameplay. For some people, that's a rude awakening, and the subreddit has been full of disappointment and outrage for the past few days. Does space combat suck? Is this one resource really busted? Are there really that many bugs? Blah, 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 blah. So that that's what was on Kotaku um, related to the initial reports. Um that are coming out about this game. Now, again, this is just one guy, but everything he's saying is kind of what I was thinking. Like, you say there's all these planets and it's going to take so long to get the center of the, the universe and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I I just don't know what you're going to do in this game. Like, I think people are <laughs> thinking it's going to be second life, you know, but yeah. in space. But we'll get to that in a second. So another thing that came out this week was some controversy over the review embargo. This also comes from Kodaku. Early this week, the review aggregator OpenCritic caused widespread panic when they tweeted about publications not receiving early review copies of No Man's Sky. It was just the beginning of what would become a week-long debacle involving one, involving one of the most hyped games of the year. OpenCritic sent out a very simple tweet. Quote, Several publications, including some large ones, have reported to us they won't be receiving No Man's Sky review copies prior to launch. Immediately, it led to massive threads again on Reddit and Gaff. Gamers already worried that No Man's Sky is destined to be the next Spore. So this is a red flag. This was a game I never played or really heard anything about, but Spore was a game that promised this. Procedurally generated planetary exploration, and it just sucked. It was horrible. Publishers typically send out review copies a week or two before the game's release day, although it's not uncommon for codes to arrive just a few days or even a day in advance. I don't need to, to, to read the rest of this here, but the funny thing is, so what game publications were doing to actually get their hands on the game to try to review it and have it ready when it comes out, they were buying leaked copies. Not for $1,300, but certain stores around the country were, were breaking the street date and selling it, so they just went like... Then Jason Schreier at Kotaku tweeted out a couple hours after this post went up, he's like, oh, we got our copy. Like, they're in New York City, and he went to some mom-and-pop store that got the game and was like, yeah, whatever, you can buy it, sure. Mm-hmm. Um Funny thing that is fun, funny thing though is Sean Murray has said that so they 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 put up today Sunday the patch notes for the first list they said there were spoilers in there but I read through it and I didn't see any spoilers but I'm not going to say what's in it just in case it's spoilerific just because we don't care about the game doesn't mean you don't but there's a day one patch um, it'll be like preloaded so when you put the disc in and it installs as soon as it's done you're good to go you don't have to wait for the patch to install too. I don't understand that at all, but it is what it is. So anybody that had an early copy, I hope you didn't really like your save because it's going to be gone. Really? They're wiping the servers either tonight or tomorrow night before the official launch on Tuesday. So that sucks. But um, Well, I mean, well, yeah. So let's take a quick, uh, quick stroll down memory lane just with this game. So 
This debuted at VGX 2013 in December. Jeff Keighley's award show back then it was still VGX. I think the year before it was the VGA still. Uh, but in 2013 it debuted. I remember watching it and thinking, this is beautiful. It was just like a minute long, maybe two minute long trailer. And I was like, this game is beautiful. And they, they said a few little details about how it's space exploration and all this other stuff. And I was like, wow, it's beautiful. Then it, fast forward to E3 2014 in June, they were on Sony's stage. They were basically the showcase of Sony's conference at E3 2014. We got a long gameplay demo and everything. Games still look beautiful. I was all in. Um, looked great. E3 2015, they're up there again. Let's do another gameplay demo. And this is between all the other information starts coming out throughout the months and all this other stuff. And I'm, I'm at this point last year. I'm starting to get fatigue already. Listen, hearing about this game. So then Paris Games Week, which I think was September 2015, um, they gave a release window, and they said, hey, it's coming June two, June 2016. Awesome, great, can't wait. Then in March of this year, they said, okay, it's June 21st. We've got a date. Everybody's freaking out. Yay, yay, yay. Then it got delayed to August, and this is when Jason, Jason Schreier received death threats. Received death threats. For reporting that his sources told him a game was getting delayed, his life was threatened. Get a life. But this all feeds into what we're going to talk about here. So it got delayed till August. There's no more delays. It went gold. It is what it is. But So some of the things that Hello Games has said about this game throughout its, its whole, you know, the lead up to release. Supposedly there's 18 quintillion planets. 99.9% of the planets in this game will never be found. You will never see another player. If you do no side quests and you do nothing but go planet to planet to planet to planet to planet to planet, to planet trying to get to the center of the universe, it'll still take you 40 hours to get there. 40 hours. If you do nothing else, you don't do any trading, you do no combat. You do no other exploration. Your whole goal is just, I'm going to get to the center of the universe and see what's there. 40 hours. Supposedly, the guy that had the game early did it in 30 hours. He didn't say what was there or if he did. He took down his posts. Um, I don't think he did because I know he he said, look, I'm because Sean Murray had tweeted too, like, dude, don't ruin it for everybody. You know, they've been waiting for this game to come out. Don't, don't do that. He said, okay, I'm going to stop posting stuff. This game, there is literally... For the people that actually care about this game, that think it's going to be Second Life, their expectations have been so ridiculous that there's absolutely no way this game can live up to it now. There's absolutely no way. Now, I can say this as somebody who lived through this because I did this with Metal Gear Solid Five. I hyped this game up so much, there's absolutely... No way in hell this game could ever live up to my expectations for it. It just wasn't going to be possible. So, Metal Gear Solid V, three years of hype. It debuted at VGX or VGA the year before, 2012. Um, then when we got towards the end, I mean, we had a, a trailer at every E3. We had, the first, we had the reveal at GDC 2013. We had E3 trailers every year. Gamescom trailer at the end, though. This is what kind of sealed it for me. And they, so this is going to feed into it. Do we do this to ourselves? Or do the publishers do this to us? The Gamescom trailer, um, just not very, maybe a month or two before the game released. These were the, the, the text that they put up on the screen. Screen. It's the end of an era. Peace came with a price. 
Some wars don't end until someone is dead. Uncover the truth. Pretty intriguing, I must say. Then Kojima put out a launch trailer, which still, when I watched it back, getting ready for this, it's the one where it starts with with Quiet's theme, where it's just... When it just starts, and you see Snake crawls up in Ground Zeroes, and then he flips it up, and he turns into Metal Gear Solid 1 Snake, and they go through all the games... It's so emotional for me because I'm just like, oh my god, I can't, I can't believe it's over and it's gone and it's just, oh, I absolutely love that trailer. It makes me want to cry every time. It's pathetic. It is what it is. So this was also the trailer where they did the snake transformation as he's walking down the hallway, which we now know is during um, at the end of uh, Shining Lights, even in Death, Episode Forty Three in Metal Gear Solid Five, where he goes from Metal Gear Solid Three Snake to Peace Walker, Peace Walker Snake to Ground Zeroes Snake to Venom Snake, to Burned Up Venom Snake with the horn, which we, if you play the game, you know that's actually, that's him at the end of Metal Gear Solid, or Metal Gear 1, when he gets flamethrowered to death. Um, and then he turns into Skullface, because Skullface was his fandom and stuff. That's the trailer I'm talking about. So here's some of the tags from this trailer for Metal Gear Solid 5. The ultimate thrill, the ultimate story, the ultimate scale, the ultimate evolution, the ultimate Metal Gear, from Zero to Omega, the missing link that completes the saga. Yeah. So here, do we do this to ourselves? Or do the video game companies do this to us? Like, so everybody that is over the moon excited for No Man's Sky, is it their fault or is it Sony's fault? Is it Konami's fault and Kojima's for hyping Metal Gear up to be the ultimate Metal Gear and to connect all the dots and do all this stuff? Or is it me feeding into it and creating this myself? It's you. It's all of us. Um, I mean, the game developers, or at least the the marketing team, it's their job to make everybody want this game. To me, it's our job to listen to that, take it with a grain of salt, and still think, okay, okay. I think this is going to be pretty cool. This should be worth playing. If they made a new, like, I don't know, Tetris or Qbert, they're going <laughs> to try to make it seem like it's the best game ever. Yeah. Because they have to. Right. But we should know that, okay, well, hold up there. Let's, I know you have to say this, but. I don't know. It's. I think that's. It's on us. Um, you can't ask them to temper their. They're not going to come out and say this is a pretty good game. You should play it. It's. It's not bad. It's fun. You know. You'll enjoy it for a few hours. And and it's no. Like, they're going to say it's the best game ever. Right. No matter what it is. And we're not going to give you the final boss fight or the last mission. You know. No. You don't need to know about that. Yeah. Um. I think it's on us, but I think it's also I'll try not to get too deep here, but I think it's it's almost just human nature to I mean you, you want to believe if it's a game that you care about, you're gonna want to believe and I'm preaching to the choir here with Metal Gear, you're gonna want to believe the hype. You're gonna want to believe that everything they're saying is true. And to somebody like me, who's a fan of Metal Gear, who was looking forward to the game, but not to the extent you were, 
I kind of took it, whether it was, you know, intentional or what, um, took it with a grain of salt. I'm like, okay, I'm sure this will be a good game. I didn't really care for four. I had never played Peace Walker at the time. Right. But I love two. I love three. I figured, yeah, five will probably get back to, you know, the, the glory days. And to me, I would say it at least met, if not exceeded, my expectations. But I think the diehard Metal Gear Fi- or Metal Gear Solid fans, it probably fell short of expectations. So I think it's all in... I think people had now it's tough with No Man's Sky because nobody has preconceived notions. They haven't played a game, they haven't played a No Man's Sky before. They haven't played a game like this before. Right. But I don't know. I I think the true Metal Gear Solid die-hard fans probably were somewhat disappointed by Metal Gear Solid Five, even though it was a fantastic game. Me not being that, but looking forward to it, liking Metal Gear. I think it ended up being better than I would have expected. So I think it's it's all on how you take it. I think you certainly can't fault the developers, the marketers, whoever, but you also can't fault us, yourselves, because that's fun. You don't... What kind of life is it if you're just always a pessimist and, oh, yeah, this is the greatest game ever? I don't buy it. This game's probably going to suck. I don't even really want to play it anymore. Maybe I'll play it someday, but yeah, that's not fun. You want to believe. You want to... You have this hope that it's going to be unbelievable, and that goes for games, that goes for movies, TV shows, books maybe. I don't know if they really advertise and market books, uh, but yeah, that goes for any medium out there. And like I said, I think it's human nature to to want to believe that this one, this is going to be the best game ever. There is a best game ever, depending on who it's you talk to. Three. Depending on who you talk to, they'll have different answers. And so, I mean, there there has to be. No matter who you talk to, there is a best game ever. So who's to say that this next one won't be the new best game ever? And it's fun to believe. And more often than not, it doesn't come true, but... If you go through life just always expecting to be let down, well, that kind of sucks. That's not a very good life. So I think it's on us, but I don't I don't think you can fault us for it. Yeah, I, I think it's both. So I think I, I think both parties are guilty. With Metal Gear, I mean I ran through right there just talking about those last two trailers. I mean, the missing link that completes the saga, I mean, it can it was one missing link. Now we know how Big Boss survived the end of Metal Gear 1 because it wasn't Big Boss. It was Venom Snake. But they sold Metal Gear Solid Five as a fallen legend descending into villainy. Um, they sent us to hell. Well, we're going to go deeper. We're going to see how Big Boss really turns, even though we pretty much saw it at the end of Peace Walker. Um, so they definitely... They definitely had something to do with it. But, yeah, I bought in Hook, Line, and Sinker. Um, now, with No Man's Sky, I mean, Sony didn't have to keep showing this thing at every freaking press conference and front and center, and this is going to change video games, and it's just, like, 18 quintillion planets and stuff. And like, 
but people bought into it. So I definitely think it comes from both sides. And like you said, from, from any, or, or for any entertainment medium, we just talked about suicide squad and Batman versus Superman. Like I wanted to see Batman versus Superman was my most anticipated movie of all time. And similar to how metal gear solid five was my most anticipated video game of all time. It got to the point where when I was sitting in the theater, I almost didn't want the movie to start because I became self-aware and I was like this, I've, I've built this up way too much. It cannot live up to expectations. Yeah. And even if I didn't know the critics reviews before going in there, I was like, "It, it can't live up to what I've built up in my mind. If it's not the best movie and the most fun movie of all time, it's going to be a letdown. Metal Gear Solid Five was not my favorite game of all time, but I built it up that it was going to be. Therefore, I was disappointed. It's still one of my top five favorite games of all time, but it's not number one. So just right there, obviously, it was a letdown to me. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's something that we're all guilty of, and I think especially it's it's indicative of the times we live in now with social media the way it is and Twitter and like there, there are certain sites you can follow or certain accounts you can follow on Twitter. You could pretty much know everything that happens in these movies before it, they ever come out. Um, I follow comic book now. I think it is. It used to be superhero feed and they, they give a lot of info and stuff. They don't really po- post spoilers, but they'll do behind the scenes like, Oh, Affleck showed up on the, the set of suicide squad and stuff like that. Um, but like Latino Review and Ain't It Cool News and stuff like that, they usually they they you could almost find out the whole movie ahead of time. That way you're not overhyped at all because you know exactly what the movie's going to be. Right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think it is. It it's still it's fun. Like that's why I'm so excited for Death Stranding is to see what Kojima is going to do next. And I'm going to buy into the hype because I'm sure we're going to see this thing for years and years. This thing's not coming out for three years too if we're lucky. Um, so we're going to see this game a lot and we're all going to fall into that hype machine again. And it's not a metal gear, by the way, Python Selkin, they're saying it probably this week, their death stranding trailer analysis is coming out and they're going to show how it's metal gear related to metal gear. Well, that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, so want to wrap this up here. There's some games coming out this year that I think fall into this and early next year also, and maybe never. Final Fantasy 15. I think you have kept yourself very regulated with this game. It's been in the works for 10 years, but I don't think you're you're not pulling a, a Kevin Metal Gear Solid 5 with this game. No. But I bet all. there are people that are. The first Final Fantasy game that I really played through was 10, mm-hmm. which is still one of my favorite games. Uh, I went back and played 7, so I was stoked for 12 once everything started coming out something about the character i'm looking at the characters and they all just kind of have like the same face i couldn't describe but all the characters i'm like i don't for 12 yeah okay. they all just look the same i don't know there's something about the characters i'm just like i don't know i'm looking forward to it but i was already kind of kept my expectations in check um in the end i think i like that game better now than i did when it first came out but still when it first came out i think it was about what i expected it wasn't better than 10 it wasn't better than 7 but it was a good game and if i had let myself believe that this is going to be the next big final fantasy game up there with 7 and 10 
I would have been disappointed. And in the end, I may have still been a little disappointed, but over the years, I think I've come to appreciate it more. Um, Final Fantasy XIII, uh, I did kind of let my expectations run a little wild. Um, it was the first time, it was the first Final Fantasy game on the next-gen system, at the time next-gen system. Um, I thought Final Fantasy VII was awesome, Final Fantasy X was awesome, Twelve was good. Now we have an even bigger, better, more powerful system for a bigger better game that was disappointing to me I think I still did kind of keep my expectations in check and even so it still fell short way short um, I don't like that game <laughs> so that would be way short yeah. way short so 15 I'm kind of with you like I've fallen into this trap before looks cool it's certainly different than other final fantasies but i do like the way they're taking it kind of making it still fantastical but in modern society kind of cars and big cities and yeah whatever so i like it it's different um i like the difference in um atmosphere environment whatever you want to call it the universe the gameplay i'm still a little worried about um the demo really did nothing for me in terms of i feel like after the demo i was about where i was before um i wanted to like it better than i did before the demo but at the same time the demo was Kind of buggy and had its issues, but it's a demo, so that's to be expected. So I went back and forth. Yep. I do think it's going to be a good game. If it ends up my third favorite Final Fantasy game, like if it overtakes twelve, to me that's a success, and I'll be I'll be thrilled with that. So we'll see. I'm not expecting it to be better than seven or ten, but if it's even as good as twelve, I'll be happy. A few weeks after that, Last Guardian finally comes out. Good Lord. Another game, 10 years in development. It is funny that these two games, both 10 years in development, coming out, coming out within three weeks. weeks of each other. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not over the moon excited for this game. I want to play it just to see what the hubbub is all about, bub. But I'm, I'm sure there are some people that... I mean, it's a Team Eco game, so Shadow of the Colossus and Eco... Um, I never played Shadow of the Colossus. It just... Actually, now that I know the story of it, it seems like it'd be sad. Um, Did you beat it? I can't remember. I never played it, but I'm sure I would love it. Yeah. Uh, So then after that, the NX and Breath of the Wild are coming out. Like, there's been more rumors about the NX than any console... Than any video game system, I should say, not console, that I can remember, ever. Like, this, this thing has been crazy from the hybrid system to, to now we're getting all these details about detachable controllers and all this, and it's going to play to your TV, but you can take it anywhere. It's going to be almost as powerful as the PS4, but not as much, but it's a handheld. And like, this thing is just, it's crazy. All the talk, and this has really been like the last six months, I would say, when the details first started coming out. Yeah. And then Breath of the Wild, they're, they're changing Zelda. They're taking it to a level it's never been before. Is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? From what I've seen, it looks like a good thing. I still don't like that your 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 weapons like break like 
Beyond Oasis. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that you don't get hearts anymore. I, I'm fine with the cooking and stuff, but maybe that should just be to make, that's how you make potions. I think you should still be able to find heart pieces. Um, I, I just don't know. And then Red Dead 3, whenever it comes out, it's almost like this is so hyped up because of the mystery around it. I have full faith Rockstar will deliver. They haven't really disappointed ever. Um, and then speaking of threes, Half-Life 3. If that thing ever comes out, God help them. <laughs> I, I, it blows my mind that Half-Life 2 came out 12 years ago. That is crazy. If that game ever does release, which almost now I'm like, they, they probably should just say, no, guys, seriously, there's never going to be a Half-Life 3. It's never coming out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we only gave you Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and 2. We didn't give you three episodes like we promised. It's just not... We're not good with threes. Portal 3 is never coming either. It's just not going to happen. I almost feel like they should do that now because that game. there's no way that game's coming out. There's just no way. If it does, like I said, God help Valve. I don't, I don't know how they even try to live up to, to the legacy of Half-Life and yeah. Half-Life 2 and, and all the hype and all the rumors and everything about Half-Life 3 and is it going to be VR and all Just, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, unrealistic expectations. Keep, keep your expectations in check, whether it's video games, movies, Get sports. excited, but... Yeah. Don't don't ruin the game yes. for yourself by getting so excited. Yes. Like I said when we watched Batman versus Batman versus Batman. 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 I am Robotman. When I was watching Batman versus Superman, I kept going, "Okay, when's it going to suck? When's it going to suck? When's it going to suck? When's it going to suck?" So it's like I wasn't even enjoying it because I was then I had hyped it up so much and then there was bad reviews that I was like, "When is it going to turn?" I don't know, it's just crazy. So for what it's worth, I think in my lifetime, there's been one game that I was over the moon excited for, and I feel like still, at the very least, delivered, if not exceeded. And everybody knows what it is if you listen Ocarina. to this podcast. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that it was exactly what I wanted. It ended up being exactly what I thought it would be, and then some. I mean, to me, that's that's a perfect game. Um, and one of the first real disappointments in my life then was Majora's Mask. Yes, a lot of people love that game. It's I, gameplay was identical to Ocarina, but just not just good, but good at best, I would say. Well, and, and it stresses me out just thinking of the the three day thing. That just stresses me out. I, I think don't want to play was, a game like that at all. I think that was probably the game that. I learned the tough life lesson of just not setting your sights too high and therefore never being disappointed. It, I mean, it really is a metaphor for life, too. It is. Not just entertainment. It's that time of the week, Sean. Yes, it is. It's time for the... It's the back of the box challenge if you didn't know the back of the box challenge is how we end our weekly podcast every week what we do is at the end of the podcast we get together and we play a game called the back of the box challenge we were inspired by game scoops 20 questions uh we tried some of our own options uh different games and stuff but we settled on the back of the box challenge what the back of the box challenge is each player two player co-op wise comes up with a game we look at the retail release of that box we read 
the retail box, the back of the box, to the other player. We bleep out any pertinent information that would just give it away and make it too obvious because um, that's no fun. And the other person can ask, I don't even know why I say, I don't, I'm not even going to put a number on the questions anymore because we never stick to it. But the other player can ask questions to try to determine the game. I basically was stumped last week, made it look like an idiot, stupid Indiana Jones game. That pissed me off. Whatever. This is the Back of the Box Challenge, and you read first this time, and I'm scared to death. Because I said banjo in like one sentence last week. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Okay. There's a lot of like names that I'm going to leave in here because I don't think you'll remember them, but maybe you'll prove me wrong because we've done that before. Marion. Martha. Her name's Martha, too. Why did you say Martha? Why did you say her name? Okay, let's be friends. In... Turtle Village, the children are fleeing for their lives. The invaders are brutal, ugly, and 12 feet tall with huge arms and bellowing laughs. They love pounding you into the dirt. It's a spellbinding age of magic, fire-spewing dragons, and skeletons in armor. Fight on the back of a giant turtle. Battle on the wings of an enchanted eagle. Vanquish and ride flame-breathing monsters to victory. Uh, I'm going to skip this whole paragraph because it'll be bleep, 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 bleep. Find the prison of the king and princess. Save them and return peace to the world. Uh, This part kind of scares me, but so far the score is... I will bleep this out. Blank, who I assume is like the bad guy. Thousands. You, zero. (laughs) It's time to change the score. If you have no idea, I'll put that name in there. But I'd be shocked if it meant anything to you. How corny could that get? Thousands to zero. Time to change the score. This sounds like a 90s. And chew bubblegum. Is this a 90s game? It it sounds like it has 90s or late 80s written all over it. That would be the appropriate time frame, yeah. Late 80s to early 90s? Yeah. I could probably tell you for sure. but Turtle Village. Fight on the back of a turtle. Somewhat of a fantasy game. All right, so is this a uh, 16-bit game? Yes. Is this a action game? Um. Yeah, yeah, I would say action. Is this a Genesis game? It is. <laughs> is this on your list? Hold on. <sighs> is it Golden Axe? It is. <laughs> Damn it. Wait, is that what you're going to read to me? That's why it's up here. It, okay. Well, it finally happened. <laughs> Did you not read it ahead of time to where all that sounded familiar? I glanced through it last week when I was so pissed off that you got Banjo in like two seconds. (laughs) So the name I skipped at the end, Death Adder? I would have had no idea. Okay, that's what I thought. So I just skipped the whole paragraph about as the warrior swing a mighty sword, as the Amazon kick and smash, as the dwarf strike with a golden axe. Well, that's hilarious. Well, maybe it's time to retire back to the box challenge then. 
That's funny. I can't believe that actually finally happened. Well, we did it with Contra Hardcore too, except that was different. That was you were reading the Moby Games summary, and I was reading the back of the box. So I was like, "Oh, that was during back of the box." Familiar, but it can't be because that's not what I read. (laughs) This I was just like, "What's funny is I Golden Axe." I thought about making it extra complicated and going like Golden Axe two or three. Which would have been hilarious, but I ended up just going. But that's why I was like, hold up. Let me just look at the first sentence. In Turtle Rock. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to search for it or anything. It was just right there. So, uh, uh, All right, then. I'm not going to try to think up of a game for him. So that was I thought, Didn't you come sentence. up with a spare one last week after I got? That, that, I was going to read this? you this last week. Oh, well, hold on. Crap. Phil, Phil time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out one for Hi, you. Hi, my name is Phil. Phil time. Bullet bourbon. Bullet Bourbon, small batch frontier whiskey, straight ninety-five percent rye mash whiskey, 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 mash whiskey. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Um, you can get five cents for this in Iowa when it's empty. Uh, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. I would have assumed Kentucky. Nope. If it was Kentucky, it would be bourbon. So that makes sense. Um. Good green label. This is a two-player co-op podcast. You can find us on YouTube, audio podcast services around the world, and all that other stuff. All right, I got one for you. Screw uh, it. Okay, good. When federal agents threaten his family, former outlaw Blank is forced to pick up his guns again and hunt down the gang of criminals he once called friends. Experience an epic fight for survival across the sprawling expanses of... American West and Mexico as Blank struggles to bury his bloodstained past one man at a time. That it? That was it. Is it Red Dead? I mean, if it wasn't that, I wouldn't have known. I was just like, I was looking at my list. I'm like, I gotta find something quick. Let's see what like, if it's not Red Dead, I have no idea. That sounded like, that sounded like I was it would have been about Mexico, old. But... Yeah, but even so, I mean, that just sounds like old school Nintendo like bad Japanese that's what I was hoping it wasn't gonna be that fight across West America and New Mexico it just sounds I don't know I should have bleeped out the the locations I need to come up with a better list I don't have a list this has been the back of the box challenge and this has been the two player co-op podcast episode 33 let us know what you think What, what games have you had unrealistic expectations for um, were those expectations met or were you disappointed? Were you over the moon excited for Metal Gear Solid Five? Do you care about No Man's Sky? And if you do, tell us why. Um, I'm interested to know. It's just not something that appeals to me and I don't think it really appeals to Sean either. But that doesn't mean it's a bad game. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. This is your cup of tea. It is and it's empty. But hey, if you like this cup of tea, you know what you could do? You can hit the like button down here on YouTube. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Um, your cousins, second cousins, grandma might be interested. Grandpa too. You never know. Don't discriminate based on age. That's not nice. That's not nice. Ageism. They're people too. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, you may be listening either on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google podcasts, anything else we're on there. Uh, if you could please, you know, subscribe to that. Also leave us a review, tweet at us. You can find us. I'm at Kevin white 24. He is at real Sean white. Together, we are at two-player underscore co-op. We thank you, everybody, for being here for the two-player co-op podcast. And uh, we hope you'll be back for episode 34. But until that time, hey, Sean. 
Why don't you take us out? Thank you for playing. Mm-hmm.